Trey is king. Bring it back, Jeremy and B. Earl. You all won the giveaways from last week. Comic fam, enjoy your trending comics list. We got Comic Butch in the house. We got an Overstreet Price Guide Advisor. We got some trending books to discuss. How you feeling? I am great, Tom. The new Overstreet Price Guide actually came out this week. So if you want to read some great articles written by some incredible advisors, go pick up a copy. That's why you got to slap that subscribe button, Comic Fam, because not only is this guy in the Overstreet, we got the Golden Age Guru in there providing valuable information, analysis to the comic book industry. Slap that like button and stay tuned to the end of the video video because you know we got a giveaway on deck because if it ain't broke don't fix it number 10 on the list wolverine number eight now this is volume two from 1988 this is a classic cover and a classic story again if it ain't broke right we love this cover with wolverine and gray hulk on the cover we're seeing sunshine joe $80 average sales and $475 for a CGC 9.8, 633% increase in copies sold on this cover that it's just a really iconic cover. John Buscema, classic cover, blue cover, difficult to secure and high grade. Logan spec on high demand. Hulk spec on high demand. Joe Fixit is a fan favorite. The gray version of the Hulk, the persona of Bruce Banner. Make sure to flip this book over and enjoy the Rob Liefeld masterpiece, Logan in a fighting stance with arrows in shoulders. Did you see The Walking Dead 19? Cover F variant that got released a couple weeks ago, courtesy of Rob Liefeld. I did, and I was actually pleasantly surprised at how great this cover was, and also the fact that there was a little strategically placed mound of dirt, because there are no feet on that cover. Oh, snap. No feet on this cover. I'm thinking Rob Liefeld is on Twitter again. We have a list of 20 comics that we sourced these 10 from, courtesy of the best comic app in existence. We're chatting key collector comics. Utilize Kotom 101 to unlock a free two-week subscription of the app. Better your comic game, your knowledge, your organizing, and your pricing. And next on the list was a key comic pick of the week. Courtesy of the app, at number nine, Yusagi Yojimbo, issue 20, the second print. This is new this week, and we're seeing $10 average sales and a $15 high sale for the first appearance of Yukichi Yamamoto. Now, why is a second print on this list? Well, this book was completely and totally underordered. It has an amazing homage cover to Usagi Yojimbo number one. It also is the introduction of a new recurring character that, again, not a lot of people bought initially, but are going to want now because we're seeing Yakuchi with Usagi traveling through the countryside, trying to carry out the dying wish of her master. They're trying to find her master's nephew to deliver swords to him so he can take over the dojo. Well, they're encountering a rival clan, and this is going to be another epic Usagi Yajimbo story. This is one of those moments where you can learn something from the second print spec because not every comic book that goes to second print that had a cover A that performs well is one that you should pick up for the aftermarket. However, when you see that this is a second printing 
from IDW. Not a whole lot of people are ordering comics from IDW as it is, let alone second printings of an independent run that's already under-ordered. Quickly, how many did you even order for your shop? 11, and that was only because people wanted the homage. That's right. And when you have an homage cover to one of the most classic independent runs, the stars have aligned. This is something that everyone could have picked up on FOC. Just a little two cents on how you can up your spec game at the list at number eight. We're talking some Bill Sinkavich goodness. Number eight on the list, Moon Knight number one from 1980. Now, this is his first ongoing series. Bill Sinkovich does covers for a ton of this series. And really, the fact that so many people have been in on Werewolf by Night 32, 33, but not a whole lot of people have been buying this book, this is still supremely undervalued. We're talking about issue number one from 1980. We have $100 average sales, a high sale of $1,000 for a CGC 9.8. If you're patient... You actually can get a cheaper deal. We saw a flash sale, a uh, very short ending auction on eBay hit $680 for a 9.8. And there was another auction that ended just a little above that. Really, it's about getting books at the best buy-in. That is where you're going to see the most impact if you're looking to invest. This comic book features a very important villain that was being specced on at the end of 2019. And with rumors that have resurfaced again, we have... Bushman on the spec radar, coming full circle, pushing this book back up. 100% increase in copies sold in just seven days. So while people are trying to get the Werewolf by Night appearances, you really cannot sleep on this book because this is the first appearance of Bushman. This is the first appearance of Khonshu, who is the god of the moon, and Mark Spector is his avatar. This is the type of thing where there is an origin story here. There are so many great points to this book itself. With the Moon Knight series coming out, we know a lot is going to be tied into this book specifically. Not the list of number seven, free comic book day edition with Robert Kirkman attached, but we're not talking Walking Dead. No, we're talking about Astonishing Wolfman, issue number one, the 2007 free comic book day edition featuring the first appearance of Wolfman. After Robert Kirkman has teased that this character may make an appearance in Invincible season two, we already know they're slated for not just season two, but they're getting the G.I. Joe treatment and getting a season three. Two more seasons are happening and we have a wealthy CEO in this comic book who gets bit by a werewolf and turns into a werewolf and he starts to really enjoy it. He even gets suited up getting kind of the invincible treatment in issue two with a twist ending that makes it so damn cool and intriguing to read that it made a hit. But we're talking about a book that's over 10 years old. $12 average sales, $30 high for a raw sale on this book. And I had to do a little bit of research to jog my memory they didn't actually release an issue number one until there was a director's cut. The real number one from this series was the free comic book day book. So a lot of people just kind of slept on this. They grabbed it in free comic book day. It may be in your collection. It may be something you grabbed for free back in the day. But now we're seeing a lot of price movement in this book. We're seeing a 500% increase in copies sold for this comic book. A lot of these are going to be sent off to get graded. We're going to see them pop up in coming months, probably six plus months with turnaround times the way they are. If you have one, I encourage you to slab it. Not a lot of people slab this book. We also know that Angstrom Levy is on his way to the animation series. Yo, if we have Wolfman and we have Angstrom, there are so many other Skybound and Image properties that may get some love on this show. 
we may see some savage dragon who's also appeared in Invincible before. Where are you at, Eric Larson? Let's take a look at number six on the list. We're looking at Amazing Spider-Man 209 from 1980. $70 average sales, and we are seeing CGC 9.8s in the $600 range for the first appearance of Calypso, a Haitian woman who is a voodoo practitioner. This priestess is one that's tied to Craven. They have a relationship. She is constantly agging him on about his hatred for Spider-Man and how he needs to overcome and destroy him to be the supreme hunter that he believes himself to be, but she wants him to believe himself to be as well. Craven would go on to commit suicide throughout this process, and she has ties to being one of the key person pushing those motives to get him to commit that task. And we're finding out this week that not only is this character slated and being incorporated into the Craven script, but we got a potential casting announcement. Now, we've already got news that Aaron Taylor Johnson, Kick-Ass, is going to be playing Craven. Dude, I hope this happens, dude. You know I love Kick-Ass so damn much. He killed it in that role. And him as Craven, yes. So much yes. Oh, absolutely. He's super cut. And now that we know that Jodie Turner-Smith is rumored to be Calypso in the Craven movie, this could be a great team-up. Now, there's a lot of questions that come up when we're talking about this storyline because how much will Craven attach to Venom? Will it at all? It could be a standalone thing. And with Venom being loose, loosely attached to Spider-Man, who is attached to the greater MCU at large. I mean, these are some thin threads that make me a little, I don't know, cautious as it pertains to spec here. But Craven is one that people love, man. Like, they love the narratives. They love how dark he gets. And if it's done right, Sony can have a banger on their hands, especially with this, like, A-list lineup. Just like what is bound to happen at number five, Valzad coming full circle, confirmation, HBO Max, Michael B. Jordan. Number five on the list, Earth 2, number 25. Now, this is from the 2014 New 52 run. $70 average sales and $180 for a CGC 9.8 for the first cover appearance of Val Zod. We're seeing an increase of copies sold of, wait for it, 2,167%. Wow. That is nuts. And yep. here's the thing. We knew that we were going to see a narrative that focused on a black Superman for quite some time. We've been hearing from J.J. Abrams. We've been hearing from Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's gone on record on camera on Oprah to chat about his love for Calvin Ellis. We didn't know which rendition of Superman we were going to see. But this week... We know now that Michael B. Jordan's production company, Outlier Society, is going to be bringing a narrative, a series to HBO Max where they're going to jump in, dive in headfirst to the Earth two types of heroes. This could be like a one-and-done series that introduces us to different versions of characters that we all know and love without having to you know, focus on making larger connections to the DC universe at large. Well, as we're seeing with all of the Disney Plus limited series with Loki and WandaVision and how everything is going to be branching out from that, obviously HBO Max is going to be taking a page from their book. We do know that there's a writer attached and hearing that HBO Max is going to be getting this series is more news than we've had in quite some time. But this isn't stopping J.J. Abrams. He's still on pace of doing something completely different. So if you have spec in Calvin Ellis, don't get discouraged. It just means that we have more Superman coming. Number four on the list. I have to keep reminding Tom that he's got to catch them all. Pokemon number one from 1998. Wow. $15 average sales on this book this week. And this is the first appearance of Pokemon 
in an actual comic book in the United States. We're seeing a 1300% increase in copies sold after news electrified the internet this week, an announcement that we're gonna be seeing a live action adaptation coming to Netflix. A $15 average for the first appearance of Pokemon in US comic books. This seems grotesquely low. Pokemon right now is seeing such a massive resurgence. Pokemon Go, the augmented reality game where you get to walk around in the real world catching Pokemon, just celebrates its fifth anniversary. Pokemon cards are selling higher and for more money than ever. I mean, your favorite person on the internet, Logan Paul, even decided to go to the Floyd Mayweather fight wearing his necklace. I mean, come on, guys. How much more prevalent does this have to be? And the comic books are selling for $15? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Logan Paul at all, but something that I thought was pretty classy is instead of wearing a bunch of jewelry, you know, as he's like walking into the ring. He had his like mint Charizard Beckett graded copy hanging around his neck. Baller move. And you know what? At the list at number three, this is a book that no one was specking on. Hey, that's my line, I know, Tom. dude. Submariner number 13, first appearance of Gargantos. This is one of those 12-cent Silver Age books that can be had for way cheaper than people anticipate. $30 average sales, and we saw a CGC 9.4 less than a week ago go for $199. But because of this news, because everything is moving so quickly, we actually had one sell earlier today for $238.00 for a CGC 9.2, so less grade, more money. This book is moving quickly. We're seeing a 1,375% increase in copies sold after news started circulating. Rumors that Jennifer Molina, actress from Detective Pikachu, going full circle here, slap that like button, comic fam, is slated to play what I believe is a code name, Gargantus Fight 2. What could that mean? This character is so bizarre. It's like a octopus with one eye that fights on land and water. Almost sounds like the Marvel version of Starro. Hey guys, go see Suicide Squad. It was freaking awesome. It was really, really good. It may be my favorite DCU like current franchise film right now. It was amazing. Like James Gunn did such an incredible job with this movie. Dude, and we're really talking about Submariner, dude. All right, dude. <laughs> Let us know in the comment section below, comic fam. But um, Jennifer Molina, will she do voice acting? Will she do like CGI and do the movements? Or is this just a code name? We do know Multiverse of Madness is coming, but I can't imagine this being the main villain. So we really have no idea who the big baddie is going to be for this movie because with Multiverse of Madness... All bets are off. We know that there's a, bu a bunch of stuff coming in from Vision and Scarlet Witch. We are having stuff coming in from Loki. Obviously, they helped create the rift. Elizabeth Olsen, the Scarlet Witch herself, already came out and said this is going to be the scariest Marvel movie to date. And that's saying a lot. So maybe we're going to see some monsters. Maybe we're going to see like a human hybrid. Regardless, this is a low buy-in that no one was considering. And it's moved the needle this week. Just like number two on the list, we're talking more Moon Knight. Issue number three. We're talking a $75 average sale. $325 for a CGC 9.8, an increase of 1,114% copies sold. Again, another one of these Moon Knight Volume 1 from 1980 that not a lot of people were looking at, but now we are caring about the first appearance of Midnight Man, who's a costumed thief also known as Anton Mogart. A talent agency made an update to their website and a scooper noticed it. This agency represents a French actor named Gaspard Uliel. And they put, not only was he going to be playing a role in Moon Knight, but he was going to take on the role of Midnight Man. Now we know that Ethan Hawke is slated to be the 
big bad, the main villain in this series, could Midnight Man be his right-hand guy? We know Oscar Isaac is going to go up against a bunch of different foes. Spec is pointing into so many directions, and I am so hyped about it. Midnight Man? How about Ice Cream Man? That's right, comic fam. Join the mystery mail call. Give us an excuse to send you comics every single month. We do have an Ice Cream Man exclusive going in many boxes. It's not one per box. It's a mystery box. But we also do have a guaranteed exclusive going out, and that is an homage to Phantom Lady 17, the classic Matt Baker, Good Girl cover, Betty Page, issue three, both covers, Ice Cream Man and Betty Page done by the very talented Davey Go. ComicTom101.com to join the community and support what we do. And Russ, hit him with the number one trending book in the world. Number one on the list, Earth 2 number 19, more Valzod news, more Valzod goodness, the first appearance of Valzod, but not in costume. This book is going for $115 raw, and while just a few days ago it was $600 in a CGC 9.8, as of this filming, as of today, we just saw a $1,000 sale on this book. Now, I know people who are into Earth 2, people who really liked this run, they bought it, but this is really one of those lower print run runs, and not a lot of people were buying Earth 2 from the new 52 run. So getting a high-grade copy for this is just going to be difficult. A 1,480% increase in copies sold after this news broke the internet. We have a series slated for HBO Max that's going to allow some renditions of characters that a lot of people haven't seen, but they really enjoyed, because we have an evil Superman. We have a red-eyed Batman, Wonder Woman. Hell, Lois Lane is Red Tornado in this run. Valzad is a fantastic character. He has a similar narrative to Clark Kent. However, they skip a lot of his like upbringing, which what makes Clark Kent the really cool character and American hero that he would become. They skip all that and just gave it to him at the start because he came to Earth as a young adult and he was given the information bestowed by his parents on his journey to Earth. And he was sheltered once he got here. So he's kind of agoraphobic. So his fears are way more interesting than a lot of other Kryptonians. Some of these Earth 2 side stories are absolutely incredible. Like, the red-eyed Batman is not Bruce Wayne. It's Thomas Wayne, who's Bruce's dad, who faked his own death after working as a corrupt doctor for the mafia. Just some incredible stories. And if you're into some crazy, crazy stuff, go check out Earth 2. It's a great read. One of the most anticipated movies that are coming out from DC is the Robert Pattinson Batman rendition, which is going to be a standalone. Joker was a standalone. Hearing that this Valzad narrative could be a standalone means that we are likely going to see something special. However, Suicide Squad was fantastic, so if they get the right director attached, anything can happen. I got to hear your thoughts in the comment section below, comic fam. It'll enter you to win this Usagi Ojimbo issue 20, second print, and as always, geek responsibly. Enough said comic fam slap the like hit the subscribe take a look at either of these videos because we made them for you we got the hot 10 down there we got the podcast right there where we chat about some expensive paper it's all about the paper boy <laughs>